This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 112 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf. Before we start, I'd like to just take a minute and explain to listeners out there who haven't heard the show before what the Good Neighbor Podcast <laughs> is. Basically, Good Neighbor Podcast was started by a colleague of mine during COVID as a way to help struggling local business owners during pandemic um, get out into the community and connect with folks in the community, tell their story, um, and engage with folks on a deeper level. And the platform was so successful um, that it was recently made available to um, other colleagues of his in different areas of the country. And I am the one that's lucky enough to bring this platform to us right here in Cooper City. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome to the show today, Kiva Green from MedEx Building LLC right here in lovely Cooper City. Kiva, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. I'm really yeah, excited. The, the pleasure is all ours. And thanks always to our listeners for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So Kiva, why don't you share with our listeners uh, to get started? Tell us a little bit about MedEx Billing, what you guys do there, and then we will go from there. Absolutely. Uh, so the name of my company is called MedEx Billing LLC. We are a full service medical billing and medical coding company. Um, essentially, we are a third party medical biller. And so those are all the services that we provide. Um, those of you that don't know, a medical biller is the person or the persons, the people responsible for essentially bringing in all the money to the doctors for the services that were rendered from them seeing their patients. Okay. And so walk me, walk us through if you could, because I, I don't know that many people know the, the nuances of what you do. You know, I'm a medical professional office and I'm looking for billing solutions. I, I don't know. Walk, walk us through, walk the listeners through that process. Where, where do people go? How do they find you? What does that look like? Absolutely. Take us through that if you could. Absolutely. And it's such a good question because a lot of people don't know about medical billers. Um, a lot of patients that go see doctors, they think that the doctors are the one um, writing in their charts and then sending that directly in layman's terms to the insurance companies. And that's not the case. Um, and so when you go to your doctor's office, you may see that person in the back room in front of a computer and they're there not talking to anyone. They don't see patients. They don't do check-ins. Those are the medical billers. And so uh, I worked in doctor's offices in the past and I realized that there was a need to bridge the gap between the medical biller and the doctor, because essentially the biller is the one bringing in the money. Without the money, you can't stay in business, right? You can't see your patients, you can't pay your staff. Um, and so the medical biller's responsibility is translating everything that the doctor did within that visit into certain codes. And then we place that on a special form called a CMS 1500 form, and we send that over to the insurance companies. Um, because the insurance company, again, when they get the patient's chart on all the services rendered, they don't want to see that uh, Jeremy went to the doctor, it was his second visit for the year, and he complained of an ear infection. It, it can't be written out just like that. Uh, that makes there's sense. Certain, there's a certain codes. Yeah, there's okay. a code. So 
you going to the doctor, that code could be 99213. You know, it's not going to say Jeremy came to the doctor. That's 99213 uh, for an example. So we're responsible for knowing all the codes in the entire medical industry. Um, and we translate those codes over to all the services that you receive from that doctor, and we send it to the insurance companies. And so in, in essence, that's what my company does. So if I'm getting this right, I'd imagine that most smaller practices typically will, will handle that type of thing, maybe in-house if you don't have tons of patients, but if they're a larger practice, they would require outsourcing with, with your company, with some, someone like your company? No, that's not the case. Um, Cause I, myself, we have uh, several clients, big and small. Um, and so what it really boils down to is what's best for that practice, okay. right? Because you could have someone in your office that says they know medical billing, um, but maybe they're running to work late. Maybe they're not reliable. Maybe the office is so busy they don't have time to do follow-up. So the benefits of having a third-party biller, which is what my company is, is that you don't have to rely on all the burdens of having someone in the practice. So with my company, you don't have to worry about sick days, medical benefits. There's no pension. There's no 401, no 457s. Um, and so that's what I find that doctors, that's how they select how they want to have their medical biller. If they want someone in their office, but then have that burden, or if they want to hire a third party biller, such as myself, they don't have to worry about any of those costs, that overhead. Makes perfect sense. And I'm glad, I'm glad you're on the show explaining this to me because I had, I had no idea before today oh. that, that this is this is what you guys did and it really does make a lot of sense so kiva how did you end up getting into this business tell us yeah. a little bit about the background story yeah absolutely i worked in a few doctors offices before and like i said earlier i just realized that there was a need to bridge the gap because i felt as though if the doctor is the one seeing the patients and then the doctor needs money to stay operating and I'm the one responsible for bringing in the money, there has to be a better relationship between myself and the doctor. And that's one thing that always lacked in every doctor's office that I worked with. The doc, the, the billers were, sad to see, it kind of pushed to the side. They were the afterthought. And so in forming my company, I wanted to make sure that I bridge that gap. And so now with all my clients, um, they're all doctors, they own their practices, and we're on the phone on a weekly basis. We text throughout the day. And so I was able to bridge that gap and just pretty much fine tune everything that they're doing to make sure that I'm bringing in their maximum reimbursements. So that's pretty much how I fell into the business. It was always a passion of mine, um, but I wanted to find out how I can make it better. And so thankfully, I was able to do that. And I formed my company off of that. Nice. So you were working at previous medical practices. You were doing med specifically medical billing for them in-house? Correct. Correct. Okay. I, worked in, I worked in various levels of a doctor's office, front house, billing. Um, so I've seen it all within the practices. Um, but I just kept going back to billing because it's a true passion of mine. I find it to be fun. I love puzzles. And that's how I think of medical billing. It's it's a huge pu uh, puzzle and problem solving. And that's right up my alley. 
Right on. How did you end up getting into the medical world in the first place, getting involved with doctor's practices? Tell us a little bit about, about that background. Uh, I think just like everyone else, when you're young and you're in college looking for a job, and so you're just applying to places. And so when I was in, a, in college, I needed a job for the summer. And um, I saw an ad and I went there. It was a family medicine. And I applied and I got in and it just never stopped there. What did you go for school for? Uh, what did you go to school for? What did you study in college? I started off in accounting, but after my second class, I realized that it wasn't for me. <laughs> and so I ended up going to school for business. And so I graduated with my business degree. And so um, with my background of billing and just loving the doctor's office setting and then my degree in business, um, entrepreneurship was just right for me. So I needed to figure out a way how to put those two things together and, and make it work for me. Sounds a little bit like my story. I went to school and I, I was in a computer and electrical engineering initially at the University mm -hmm. of Florida. I was like, I'm going to oh. build robots. And I quickly realized that <laughs> those classes didn't coincide with the fraternity uh, party life. And I oh, no. quickly oh, fell yeah. into the College of Business Administration, which was great. And here we are today. And yeah, it, here was we are all today. it was all meant to be. It all happened hey. the way it was meant to be. So I'd imagine that you, I, I know you're right here in Cooper City. Do you guys handle medical billing for practices all over Florida, all over the country? How does that work for you guys? We are nationwide. Uh, currently, I have clients in Colorado, Florida, Texas. Um, so we're nationwide. We can service anywhere that has internet access, pretty much, in the United States. How um, did you? Since, hmm? Go ahead. I was going to say, how did you end up located here in, in lovely Cooper City? Um, I grew up in Hollywood, Florida, and Cooper City was just always one of those cities that was so appealing. Um, the houses were beautiful. The community is great. Uh, the school zone is amazing. And so I ended up living in Cooper City. Um, and so when I bought my house in Cooper City a few years ago, I decided, you know what, this has to be the best place to open up shop because all of the People here were just so lovely and nice and welcoming. And that's how I ended up in Cooper City. So do you have kids in the school system now, I'd imagine? I do. I do. I have a 13-year-old son. Um, so he goes to school in Cooper City. And so it's just he and I. So 13, is that still middle school or is that already I, high school? It's so still he middle school. He has a late birthday. So he's going to the eighth grade. He starts on Monday. Um, and when I say uh, little son, my my 13 year old is six one. Oh wow! Basketball <laughs> yeah. player, football player, heavily football. into football. Good for him. So yeah. he's going to Pioneer, I'm guessing, right? Yep he goes he goes to Pioneer. Yeah, right, good. I'm glad you're on the show. My daughter, she's 11. She's starting sixth grade at Pioneer this year. So I'm uh, curious what what am I in for? I know it's different having a, a boy uh, a boy for a son or. I'm saying a yeah. I'm having a boy child as opposed to a daughter, but what am I in for in terms of the school? In terms of the school, it's going to be great. Our experience, and we've been there since the sixth grade, our experience at Pioneer Middle has been nothing but amazing. The principal, Mr. Pappas, he's amazing. Um, just one call away, email away, someone will always get back to you. Um, 
I can't say enough good things about Pioneer. And that's why we came to Cooper City for the school system. Well, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Nervous, but excited. Yeah. Don't be, be nervous. A, an interesting Don't be nervous. it's gonna be an interesting journey for sure. Having a Don't be nervous. It's gonna be fun. And and I will say Pioneer is filled with a lot of great families and a lot of great kids. Most of the things that you have to worry about with your child going to school, such as bullying and fighting and all those other things. Of course, it's in every school, right? But I want to say at Pioneer, it's it's not as bad as most. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate the, the positive spin. I've asked some other folks about what to expect with a, a daughter entering those formidable years. And they said, oh, got your hand, you're going to have your hands full there. So I appreciate the, well, the positive spin on the, well, <laughs> on the I'm situation. Glad. I'm glad to give you the positive on Pioneer, but I didn't talk about having a girl. <laughs> I just talked about the school. <laughs> oh, goodness. So looking back through, through your journey, mm -hmm. is there something that comes to mind, a life hardship, a challenge, uh, something you struggled with along the way, or even, even something maybe that uh, your, your biggest failure in life? that you've learned a lot from and that you're better off for having experienced? Oh, okay. Absolutely. So I'll put it in terms of business. I think in having this business, what I've experienced that has really been um, a shocker and disappointing to me was um, the lack of trust in people. I think that in business, people talk a good game and people are excited and people like to over promise. And so there's there have been a lot of setbacks and disappointed disappointments in the business. Um, and I think that through all those disappointments, it's only made me stronger, only made me wiser. Um, now I'm based on actions versus words. Um, and so with that new mindset that I have, it's been working for me. Um, but there have been a lot of struggles just owning your own business, uh, being a single mom, trying to raise a 13-year-old boy, trying to keep up with his life and my life and the business. And, you know, but when you own your own business, you're working 24-7. You know, a lot of people think that when, when you work for yourself, it's going to be great. You can make your own hours and you can just go on vacation all the time. <laughs> and in a sense, you can, right? But you have to get to that point. And it takes a while to get to that point. And so on my journey, that's one thing that has been disheartening for me is just uh, my lack of confidence in people. Yeah, thanks for sharing. And what's the, the one thing that you'd like to leave our listeners with about your business? Um that we are extremely passionate. I know of a lot of businesses, whatever it may be. I believe that people are in it for the money, which, I mean, we're all here for the money, right? Because we have to work, we have to support ourselves and our support our family. So that's without saying, but we have true passion here. Um, if there's ever a problem that arises with any of our clients, we're gonna drop every single thing, take that time and fix the problem. Um, I'm grateful for all my clients and all my potential clients. And I would like everyone to know that if you're a doctor, or you own a facility such as a laboratory, having a good biller, someone who is passionate about what they do, it's crucial. 
it's a difference in millions of dollars, thousands of dollars. It's it's crucial. And so one thing I need everyone to know about medics billing is that we have passion. We don't do anything just because of the money. We don't do deals just because of money. Um, we're not in this to get rich tomorrow. Um, this is something that I want to build for a lifetime, something that I want to pass on. And so with that mindset going into it, um, I look at it with a different lens because it's not just a job for me. Yeah, 100%. You nailed it, right? That the money is simply a byproduct mm -hmm. of doing what we love and trying to help people. And, mm -hmm. and when you focus on the money and you chase the money, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's no good. You just have to do a good job for people, put a good, put a good energy out there in the universe and good things tend to fall into place. Kiva, in closing, please share with us your website, your contact information. How can we learn more? Absolutely. Uh, my website is www.medxbillingllc.com. And that's spelled M-E-D-X billingllc.com. Uh, my number is 833-400-MEDX. So it's 833-400-6339. Um, we're on all platforms of social media. So you can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, under the same name, MedX Billing LLC. Excellent. And as always, we'll link in the description below to all of your contact information. Kiva, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. And I have to give a special shout out to William Jones with Pest Scientist. He's the one that nominated me to appear on the podcast. Uh, so I'm grateful for him and I'm grateful for this opportunity, Jeremy. Thank you so much. Yeah, the pleasure is all ours. And thanks, as always, to our listeners. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com or call 954-231-3170.